0: Welcome to Essence Purpose Podcast 4.0, where you find purpose in Christ and poems that inspire you to step into God's holy light. Hello, everyone. I have missed you and welcome to my show. I am your host, Essence E, and I am so happy that you guys have joined me today. And I just want to talk about something real quick before we we get into our show. I know a lot of people are confused because this show used to be called Essence Purpose Podcast 4.0 and i want to say now it is called kingdom business interviews with Essence e i have been interviewing people this year and i have been putting it here on this uh, on this show and i want to continue in that and that is what's changing up on the show because there are a lot of people in the kingdom who are making a lot of noise and we are and the people that i do interview we are going to be talking about their walk their faith we're going to be talking about all the projects that they're doing and how they have been an instrument uh, a key instrument in the kingdom of God and I think that is so important for us as Christians to see other people who are making noise for Jesus so you know I just wanted to tell you guys that you know I haven't been on here for a while and I'm glad to be back on so right now I don't have I don't have an interview for you guys today but I do want to talk about something that is very, very important. And I was reading this uh, this yesterday in the Word. And if you guys have your Bibles out there, please turn to Colossians chapter 3. And this show is called Put on the New Self. That is what it's called. I want to talk about this because a lot of times we don't realize that we have to die every single day in this flesh, every single day. When we accept Christ, we are a new creature. And every day we got to die to whatever is going on with us, die to our anger, die to our malice, and and become a brand new person each and every single day. We have to be better each and every single day. So right now I'm going to read Colossians chapter 3 and you can and you can follow me all the way from uh, from the first verse all the way to verse 17 so let's start let's let's start reading that let's start reading that because this is very important and I really wanted to talk about this because there are things that are going on within the body of Christ that should that sh- that should not be, and we really need to catch these things because time is running short. Christ is coming soon, and we could build each other up, build each other up, and help each other and encourage each other. But before He comes and really be prepared to be His bride in heaven, let us get into this right now. So it says, therefore, if you have been raised with Christ to a new life, sharing his resurrection from the dead. Keep seeking the things that are above where Christ is seat, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind and keep focused habitually on the things above, the heavenly things, not on the things that are on earth, which have only temporal value, for you died to this world and your new real life is hidden with Christ in God when Christ who is our who is our life appears then you also will appear with him in glory so put to death and deprive of power, the evil longings of your earthly body with the sensual self-centered instincts, immorality, impurity, sinful passion, evil desire, and greed, which is a kind of idolatry because it replaces your devotion to God. Because of these sinful things, the divine wrath of God is coming on the sons of disobedience, those who fail to listen and who routinely and obstinately disregard God's precepts. And in these sinful things, you also once walked when you were habitually living in them without the knowledge of christ but now rid yourselves completely of all these things anger rage malice slander and i'm seeing abusive filthy vulgar language from your mouth do not lie to one another for you have stripped off the old self with its evil practices and have put on the new spiritual self who is being continually renewed in true knowledge in the image of him who created the new self, a renewal in which there is no distinction between Greek and Jews, circumcised and uncircumcised, nor between nations, whether barbarian or Scythian, nor in status, whether whether slave or free, but Christ is all. And in all, so believers are equal in Christ without distinction. So as God's chosen people who are holy, set apart, sanctified for his purpose and well-beloved by God himself, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, which has the power to endure whatever injustice or unpleasantness comes with good temper very graciously with one another and willing forgiving each other if one has a cause for complaint against another just as the lord has forgiven you so should you forgive beyond all these things put on and wrap yourselves in unselfish love which is the perfect bond of unity for everything is bound together in agreement when each one seeks the best for others Let the peace of Christ, the inner calm of one who walks daily with him, be the controlling factor in your hearts, deciding and settling questions that arise. To this peace, indeed, you are called as members in one body of believers and be thankful to god always let the spoken word of christ have its home within you dwelling in your heart and mind permitting every aspect of your being as you teach spiritual things and admonish and train one another with all wisdom sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to god whatever you do no matter what it is in word or deed do everything in the name of the lord jesus and dependence on him giving thanks to god the father through him. Amen. So, I I really got something from this yesterday and I want to talk about that we truly in the body of Christ we need to forgive each other. Some of us have not forgiven each other. We are still honing on to anger, rage, malice and we and we hold on to slander because sometimes we slander our brothers and sisters for no reason. Sometimes we even lie on them for no good reason at all. And we need to put on put on our new selves daily and remove the old. And we need to and we need to truly truly forgive one another because God has forgiven us so we have to forgive each other now forgiveness is not for the person who wronged you it is the forgiveness that you need the forgiveness is for you you have to put away all that you have to put away all that and you know sometimes we do have to pray for other people from afar but forgiveness is for you not the other person i always say this to people because it is important that you forgive the other person, that you will not have this in your heart, this bitterness that grows, this rage that grows, this malice that grows, because when things take root, it is difficult to uproot them. And God does not want that growing inside of you. He wants us to love one another, have compassion for one another, have kindness for one another, have humility towards each other, have gentleness and have patience with one another, even when it is injustice, even when it is unpleasant, He wants us to be of a good temper and to push through, push through what our flesh is trying to tell us and to embody what is Christ. Christ was compassionate. Christ was kind. He had humility. He had gentleness with others even though even though those people did not have the same regard for him. We have to follow after him. We have to put him on every single day. When we accept Christ, we become new creatures. We want to have his mind, his heart, his spirit and we have to let people see the Christ within us each and every single day and we need to love one another not in selfishness but an unselfish love, a perfect love that he loves that that he has for us. We need to love more like Christ. We have to keep praying this daily. Lord, please bless me to love like you. Lord, please bless me to have compassion like you, gentleness like you, humility like you. We have to take away what our flesh wants us to do each and every single day. And we have to put on that new man. We have to put on our new selves. You know, there's a lot of people in the body of Christ who are walking around angry. They are angry. They are enraged. They have malice in their heart. They have slandered other people because of the way they felt. They have been abusive. They've had filthy things come out of their mouth. And you know, we need to get rid of that. We have to uproot that. And we have to keep on going within the Lord. We have to stop beating each other up. Now, I have seen this within the body of Christ, where when someone does does a sin, and they sin, and they want, they just want to cancel them. They don't want to talk to them. They don't want to be around them. They'd be like, oh, wow, this sister is not who I thought she was, and things like that. And let me tell you something out there. We are all going to make mistakes, When we accept Christ, we strive to be like him. We're not gonna automatically be like him. Let's just be real. We need to come close, but we are not ever going to be like him, but we have to strive to be like Christ and putting away our flesh and being more mature in the spirit. And when I see some people in the body of Christ and when they attack someone because they see it differently than that other person, it makes me upset because this turns people away. It brings discouragement. It brings judgment. It brings condemnation. When you should be picking up your brothers and sisters and saying, my sister, my sister, my brother, my brother, I understand, I understand. And we are going to get through this together. We need to start locking arms, encouraging each other and not become a cancel culture. See, we have picked up a cancel culture within the body of Christ. We have gotten that from the world because the world does a cancel culture on people when they when they make them mad. We have become a cancel culture in Christ. And we are not supposed to be like the world. We need to be showing how the world needs to be. Instead, the world is showing us how they are. Let's stop being a cancel culture with our brothers and with our sisters. I not only encourage you, I encourage myself because I've done it, I've done it, I will admit it. But God wants us to stop this canceling each other out. God wants us to, to, to love our brothers and sisters, to be there for one another, to encourage one another, not discourage somebody from Christ not make them feel horrible, like they're the worst person in the world, like, they, like they're like they the only person that has sinned. We need to stop making people feel that way. The reason why some people don't come to Christ is because sometimes we ourselves in the body of Christ, and I'm going to say this, and I say this in love, we can be judgmental fools. Yes, I said it. We can be judgmental fools because instead of you know really being there for somebody when they tell us something, we want to cancel them out because they're not our cup of tea anymore because they did something that they weren't supposed to be doing. But nine times out of ten, we do stuff that we're not supposed to be doing. Half the time, we may have a bad thought, we may get angry at somebody, we may, we we uh, we may not be following the steps the Lord told us to do today. Let's just be real. Let's be transparent and let's live in our realness. Stop trying to be perfect amongst men. Stop trying to make everybody see you as this perfect angel. Like you're, like you're so perfect. Like you're so above and beyond everything. Let's step into our realness and say, Lord Jesus, I love you. I'm not perfect, but I'm going to strive at that perfection each and every single day. And I don't want people to see me as Perfect. I don't want people to see me as perfect because I'm an imperfect creature who is in Christ. And the person who holds me down is Christ. My mama, my daddy, my husband, nobody else holds me down like Christ. So we need to stop being this this cancel culture towards one another. We need to stop this and let peace reign within our hearts and within our souls. You know, the the thing about this is the apostles, you know, they understood, they understood God more than ever, because I have to admit, they did not, they they did have distractions back then, I'm not saying that, but the distractions we have now, we have cell phones, we have TVs, we have all kinds of things that distract us from God. And I know the enemy is having a field day. He's doing flips like, oh, I got these people all distracted with with all things I got out there. I got these I, I got these reality shows. I, I got these songs out here. We got the cell phones, the computers that we forget about God. We forget to put on our new self because we are so focused on watching what's going on in the world. We decide we put God on the back burner. We'd be like, okay. I'll pray. I'll pray a little bit later. I'll talk to you, God. I'll talk to you later. I got to watch this show or, you know, uh, well, I'll read my I'll read my Bible tomorrow because I have all this other stuff I want to read. And most of the time people would rather look at smut or look at videos that have no significance in their life than to talk to God or watch a video about Christ. Let's just be real. Let's be transparent with ourselves and look deep inside ourselves and say, Lord, I have screwed up and I know you're coming soon. Please forgive me. Make me better. Make me to go harder. Make me love better. Make me into the person that you want me to be, Lord. I want to strive to be like you. I want to walk with you. I want to walk with you. I want to talk with you. I want that relationship, I want that kinsmanship. I, I want all that with you. But yet we get so distracted by this brother and sister doing this, this brother and sister doing that. We are so focused on somebody else's life that we forget about our own life and how we need to fix our relationship with God. A lot of times we we, we are focused on other people and their mess when we need to fix the mess within ourselves. And that is just being real and transparent. we need to stop this with we need to stop this within the body. We need to stop canceling people out. We need to stop lying on one another, and we need to stop acting like we're so perfect like we're so above everything else because we're not above anything because you know who you know who's above and above everything that's Christ Jesus himself, and we are never ever ever gonna match that. We are not gonna match that, but we can strive for it. We can strive for it. We can keep going and not give up and not leave our brothers and sisters behind in the dust because what if God wants you to help them, but yet you're canceling them out because they did something that you did not like. So I'm being real right now. Let's be more real. Let's more be let's be more transparent. Let's love on one another more. Let's forgive one another more. Let's seek go for our purpose. Let's go for our dreams of God. Let's have more compassion, more sympathy, more kindness toward other people, more gentleness toward other people. Some people don't know how to be gentle with sensitive people. And you know, and you know, one thing that I can't stand when, when they say something about a sensitive person. A per, you cannot tell a person how to be sensitive and not to be sensitive. You can't tell them that. If that's what they, if that's how they are, God made them that way for a reason because they're sensitive to things and they're sensitive to people and they're sympathetic towards others. And that is a beautiful thing to have. If you have that out there, don't you ever let it go. Don't you let anyone ever tell you, ever, ever tell you that you're to this or that you're to that. You keep on going. You ask the Lord for strength. There ain't nothing wrong with being sensitive, but you can also have strength too. You just have to balance it all out so right now i want i want to read you guys something about all the apostles and this is how all the how all the apostles they have died and i found it very very interesting because these men loved Jesus with all their heart they walked with Jesus they ate with him they they washed his feet Jesus washed their feet and you know when Jesus went back up to heaven they uh he left them he left them the holy spirit and these men suffered so much but they were willing to die to die 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 daily die daily put off their old man not only die like that but also die in the physical and die for their faith because they loved Jesus and they knew his word and they knew that they were going into a better place and they wanted people and they wanted people to know God and know his love and tell them that he is real that he is real and what he gave and what he gave me he could give you too and that was the message that they wanted to preach. That was the message that they strive for, that they, that they hungered for some days, that, that they didn't know when their next meal or, or, or their next set of clothes was gonna be. But all they knew was that they had to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. They had to lead others to Christ so they can feel the joy and the love and the compassion that they, that they had. So I'm going to go through this, and I'm going to go through all the apostles who have died and what they died from. Now, the first one, it was Matthew. He suffered a martyrdom in Ethiopia. He was killed by a sword wound. Now, Mark, he died in Alexandria, Egypt, after being dragged by horses through streets until he was dead. Luke was hanged in Greece as a result of his tremendous preaching to the lost. John faced martyrdom when he was boiled in a huge basin of boiling oil during a wave of persecution in Rome. However, he was miraculously delivered from death. John was then sentenced to the mines on the prison island of Patmos. He wrote his prophetic book of revelation on Patmos. Now, the apostle John was later freed and returned to serve as bishop of Edesia in modern Turkey he died as an old man the only apostle to die peacefully peter he was crucified upside upside down on an x-shaped cross according to the church tra- tradition it was because he told his tormentors that he felt unworthy to die in the same way that jesus christ had died james the leader of the church of jerusalem was thrown over a hundred feet down from the southeast pinnacle of the temple when he refused to deny his faith in christ when they discovered discovered that he survived the fall his enemies beat james to death with a fuller's club this was the same pinnacle where satan had taken jesus during the temptation John, James, the son of Zebedee, was a fisherman by trade when Jesus called him to a lifetime of ministry. As a strong leader of the church, James was beheaded at Jerusalem. The Roman officer who guarded James watched uh, in amazement as James defended his faith at his trial. Later, the officer walked beside James to the place of execution. Overcome by conviction, he declared his new faith to the judge and knelt beside James to accept beheading as a Christian. Bartholomew, also known as Nathaniel, he was a missionary to Asia. He witnessed for our Lord in present-day Turkey. Bartholomew was martyred for his preaching in Armenia, where he was flayed to death by a whip. Andrew, he was crucified on an X shaped cross in Patras, Greece. After being whipped sever- severely by seven shoulder, shoulder, soldiers, they tied his body to the cross with cords to prolong his agony. His followers reported that when he was led toward the cross, Andrew saluted it in these words, I have long desired and expected this happy hour. The cross has been consecrated by the body of Christ hanging on it. He continued to preach to his tormentors for two days until he expired. Thomas, he was stabbed with a spear in India during one of his missionary trips to establish the church in the subcontinent. Jude, he was killed with arrows when he refused to deny his faith in Christ. Matthias. The apostle it to replace the traitor Judas Iscariot. He was stoned and then beheaded. And here is one of my here's one of my favorite my my favorite apostles because I love the apostle Paul. Now, Apostle Paul, he was tortured and then beheaded by the evil Emperor Nero in Rome in AD 67. Paul endured a lengthy imprisonment, which followed him to write many epistles to the church he had formed throughout the Roman Empire. These letters, which taught many of the foundational doctrines of Christianity, form a large portion of the New Testament. Perhaps this is a reminder to us that our sufferings here are indeed minor to to compare to the intense persecution and cold cruelty faced by the apostles and disciples during their times for the sake of the faith. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that endured to the end shall be saved. We have to pass this on, you guys. Let's pass this on. To encourage other Christians, why do we feel sleepy in prayer but stay awake during a three hour movie? Why are we so bored when we look at the Bible but find it easy to read other books? Why is it so easy to ignore a message from God yet we forward the nasty ones? Why are prayers getting smaller but bars and clubs are expanding? Why is it so easy to worship a celebrity but very difficult to engage with God? Now, we need to make this message our contribution to the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. We need to do this. We need to do that. These men were tortured and killed for their faith. They truly believed in the gospel of Christ. And you know, they did not have the opportunity that we have today where we can preach the gospel and we won't be beheaded for it. We won't be flagged for it. We won't. Uh, people won't uh, be able to put us in jail for it because we are free to speak about Jesus Christ. We can say Jesus Christ out loud. We could go out and say Jesus Christ in the streets. And we need to start doing that more because these men were killed because of that. They did not have that freedom without them being killed to speak on Christ. There are still people in different countries where they speak about Christ, they can't speak about Christ or they will be killed too. And I do believe that during when during that time of tribulation, no one will be able to do the same thing even here in America, they will not be able to. So let's take this opportunity while we have this opportunity now, to say the name Jesus. So I want to thank everyone for tuning in to this episode. I hope it was it, it inspired you. I hope you go and you read Colossians 3 or read the whole book of Colossians because Colossians is a great book. Everything in the Bible is great. So go and read the Bible. Go and pray. Go get in tune with the Lord. And you know, just remember to keep going forward in Christ. Remember, keep pursuing your dreams in Christ. Remember that God is for you. He is not against you. He wants you to strive. He wants you to thrive. And always wake up to your new self every day. Put away that anger that you had yesterday and be better tomorrow. And keep doing it and doing it. Just do the best you can. Strive to be like Christ the best you can. So right now, I want to play this song. It is by Shana la cruz and it is called unwavered she is an awesome artist from South Africa and she is going to go to big places I will have her uh her information on there where you can find the song and everything but listen to this song listen to the song because it's a very beautiful uplifting spiritual song so I want to thank you guys for tuning in to this show love you god bless you all
1: Jesus, Lord of all we are Cornerstone cool and life giver Joy in our sorrow Song in the silence Peace in the storm oh, Bobo guy.